This is the Horse Radio Network. Welcome to Season 2 of the Horse Nutrition Podcast presented by Purina Animal Nutrition. In this season, we take you on a compelling journey filled with the stories of extraordinary horses doing amazing jobs. We hope that you will come away empowered and entertained, along with advice and knowledge on how to best feed these incredible equine companions. I'm Lisa Wysocki from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm an award-winning author, editor, equine clinician, and motivational speaker who trains horses for and consults with therapeutic riding programs. I am your host for Season 2 of the Horse Nutrition Podcast, presented by Purina. Today, we give you an inside look at the dynamic Budweiser Clydesdales, and one Clydesdale in particular who had a bit of a rough start in life. You know, to me, nothing is more exciting than feeling the ground shake as the eight-horse hitch of the Budweiser Clydesdales pass by. The Budweiser Clydesdales began in 1933 and have continuously thrilled and entertained millions of fans annually ever since. Today, there are three hitches, and they're based in Fort Collins, Colorado, St. Louis, Missouri, and Merrimack, New Hampshire. Each of the three hitches travels approximately 30,000 miles per year and attends hundreds of events annually. Fans can also see and interact seasonally with the Clydesdales at Warm Springs Ranch, the premier Budweiser Clydesdale breeding facility in Boonville, Missouri, and at their training facility at Grant's Farm in St. Louis. In Season 1, we discussed the Purina research that they do with the Budweiser Clydesdales, but our conversation today will be a little different. If you want to go back to Season 1, check your podcast players and look for past episodes. We're going to be talking today with Amy Trout. Amy is the Assistant Animal Curator at Grant's Farm and also oversees Grant's Farm bison, elk, exotics, and other animals. She's a wealth of information about our favorite big horse hitch and brings us the story of one horse who is now a fan favorite. Amy, thank you for joining us. When do the Clydesdales first begin their training? Uh, well, the Clydesdales start their training at about six months of age when they're weaned, and that's when they make their journey to Grant's Farm from Warm Springs Ranch, and let's just say that's when school begins. <laughs> and I know that between the ages of, of six months and going on up to three or four or five years of old, they go through an awful lot of training. Can you tell us a little bit about what they might experience yeah, absolutely. So the first thing that happens um, when they come to Grant's Farm is they've only been with their moms and their other um, the other Clydesdales that are around their same age. And, you know, they get here and, and they haven't really been haltered. They've never been tied up in cross ties or, or really messed with that much. So they're kind of afraid of everything. They're curious, but they're cautious. The most important thing is to start off building up that relationship with these little guys. So when they get to the farm, one of the first things we do is make sure they're caught up and on their vaccinations and all their deworming. And, and so sometimes after you hit them with the needle a couple of times and put some yucky medicine down their throats, they, they don't really like us that much at first, okay? So we really have our jobs cut out for us to try to get them on the same page as us and start building that good trust relationship with those guys. Then once we start forming that bond, then we can do some other things like making them stand for the farrier, for the vet loading on and off the trailer, those types of things. So the early training really is pretty much just any other horse would be trained to, you know, just be handled and load and unload and all of that kind of thing. We certainly want them to be respectable, to be able to handle them, go on and off the trailer, um, be able to stand for the farrier. Are there any other physical characteristics that we need to be looking out for that, that 
qualifies for the Bee on the Hitch? We like the dark bay body, black mane and tail. You know, Lady Clairol can do a lot if we have a gray tail. We can we can make it black. Uh, really? We, yeah. <laughs> There's all kinds of little tricks to the trade, okay? So um, if, the, if but, the horse is really qualified and really talented, you're just going to doctor it. Just, just put a little spot treatment there. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, I tell people this all the time. These horses are athletes. And um, even if they are the right size and they have all the right markings and they're the perfect color, just because you're seven foot tall doesn't mean you're going to play in the NBA, right? So they True. still got to drive and, and get the job done. So once we get the right color, the right size, and we get to the training process, you know, they can still get weeded out because let's be honest, there's some Clydesdales that would rather ride on the wagon than pull the wagon. So we got to find the ones that want to pull the wagon and want to go to work. <laughs> I love that analogy. I like it. It's just really good visual. <laughs> so, but, but I agree. The horse has to like the job and want to do whatever it is you're asking the horse to do. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, and that brings to mind, too, I mean, you've got an eight-horse hitch. Are there specific jobs that each horse has to do within that eight-horse hitch? Sure, absolutely. So a lot of people don't realize that the horses are actually different size. So if we look at the horses that are closest to the wagon, those are our wheel horses. Those are the biggest, strongest horses in the hitch. They typically are all heart because those guys, they're not as flashy, you know, prancing around because they're pulling that 7,000-pound a 7,000-pound beer wagon, and that's a lot of work. So those guys are doing all the work. The horses that are way out in the front, the leaders, they're the smallest horses, and they're they're all show. They're all fluff, just prancing and dancing around and showing off. They're not pulling hardly any weight, but they, they do have a very important job because they're basically steering the rest of the team, and they're the furthest away from the drivers. So they, they really need to be on their A game um, and, and do their job incredibly well. And then the other guys, young horse, we can fill in the middle with some of those guys. So, Amy, why might a horse not make it onto the hitch? Even if they've gone through all the training, what, what might keep them from actually becoming a Budweiser Clydesdale as we the fans know it? Okay, well, certainly if the horse is not really great in harness, um, if they just don't get the job done pulling the wagon, we we go through all the training, we get to those last steps, and they just don't have the gas to get it done. And then those those cases, those horses are actually very valuable to other people because they've been through the whole Budweiser training program. They're well-behaved. They're they're well-broke horses. So even though they don't work for us necessarily, they can be a great member for somebody else's hitch. And we actually have a lot of mounted police units across the country that love to get our horses because they always have such a solid foundation that it makes their jobs a lot easier to train them to be great police horses. Oh, I can imagine they'd be fabulous for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do they have to get along well with each other um, in, as a herd to, to be part of the hitch? Um, yes and no. I mean, since these guys are all geldings, they typically are pretty laid back, easygoing, you know, anyway. But if we have one that's maybe, you know, a little nitpicky on some of the other ones, then we just make sure they don't get turned out together. Um, typically, if we go to a, a farm or something and they have a pasture, we would only turn out two, maybe four at a time at most. So we could separate one if he was being, being a little difficult. But typically, we really don't have that trouble very often. Clydesdales, I think, are pretty laid back uh, in general. Uh, Absolutely. They're the gentle giants of the 
of the horse world. So what is a day on the road like for one of the Clydesdales? What Take us through like from morning to night. And I know each, each event is going to be different. So a typical day breakfast is served around 7. And uh, they get a chance to eat their grain, munch on a little bit of hay, get some fresh water. And usually while that's happening, the crew is inside cleaning their stalls from the night and getting them some fresh bedding. And then it's exercise time. So if if we're lucky enough where there's a decent pasture we can utilize, um, we'll turn them out. Otherwise, the crew will actually hand walk them, and they'll walk for a brisk 45-minute to hour walk every day, stretch their legs a little bit. And then when they get back to their stall, it's time for a little more hay munching. And uh, then we will um, start grooming them and washing their legs for the show for the day. So it'll take the crew anywhere from two to four hours to wash eight horses' legs, get them groomed, vacuumed, combed out, and uh, dried off and ready for their show. So then uh, a lot of times they'll get a little lunchtime snack, and then it's usually time to get loaded up into the trailer and then maybe have an hour drive to wherever the show's going to be that day. And then the horses will get hooked up. It usually takes the crew anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes to get the whole crew assembled. And that's sort of taking their time so the public can see what's going on. And then the horses would usually stand in harness for about two hours. And sometimes it's a parade, uh, maybe a rodeo, maybe it's just a Walmart parking lot. You never know. (laughs) And then they get unhitched and loaded back in the trailer and another hour drive back to wherever they spent the night. And, um get a nice cool rinsing off for the evening and cleaned up and a little more hay and water and get tucked in for the night. So that's kind of a typical day for a Budweiser Clydesdale on the road. And they're on the road, what, like 10 months out of the year? And they're busy busy every day. Yeah, 320 days a year, the guys are on the road. You know, we can rotate horses in and out as needed. Some of them need a little more rest than others. It just depends on the age and, and what their jobs are. Um, typically the, the big wheelers in the back, uh, don't, uh, have as long of a hitch career as some of the other ones, just cause they're working so hard. Sure. Um, so we may want to retire those guys a little bit sooner. Yeah. Now what happens when a horse retires from the hitch? Well, they get a great life because they come back here to Grant's farm and, and we get to take care of them here. And, and we have thousands and thousands of guests that visit Grant's farm every year. And, uh, they always want a photo op with the Clydesdale and it's so nice to, to pull out one of these mature, bomb-proof geldings that have been on the road. They're just super laid back, really easy to work with, and and guests can take photos with them. And we have a private tour here at Grant's Farm that's kind of cool. It's one of the only places where you actually get to groom and interact with one of the Clydesdales. And the retired hitch geldings are perfect for that job. And they'll just stand there all day to get, you know, groomed on and all kinds of attention. And oh, how and we fun. Also, um, oh, yeah. And then we also filmed some commercials um, with some of the horses here at Grant's Farm. So, you know, if we need um, a few extra horses to be in the background of a shot or whatever, um, we can utilize those retirees for that as well. You know, I imagine a few of our listeners have seen a Budweiser commercial or two in their day. And maybe just <laughs> one or two, yes. <laughs> you know, you have to have known hundreds of Budweiser Clydesdales, but one horse, uh, a horse named Donnie, comes to mind. What is so special about Donnie? He was a um, kind of a scruffy little guy that came to us off of a, a, another Clydesdale facility, and um he was just really in in poor body condition, I would say, but he had great, he came from a great breeding program, you know, really good genetics on our body condition score. I think we had him scored at about a three and a half. Oh my so that's, goodness. That's 
pretty poor body condition score for a horse that was two and a half going on three years of age. So we had our work cut out for us with this guy. And, and um, you know, we reached out to the Prina team to help a little bit. And, uh, they certainly did. And, and within a year's time, I have a before and after picture. And it's absolutely amazing the difference in the proper nutrition will make. Oh, I can imagine. Now, how long did it take from the time you got Donnie in until, you know, he was up to optimal weight? It was about a year. And and I say a year a little loosely because it was probably a year and a few months. But, you know, so we really kind of poured the feed to him, um, vaccines and got him up to date on everything. And boy, he just took off like a rocket. And now he's one of the main wheel horses on our St. Louis Hitch. And he's been out there for several years now and just doing a fantastic job. And, you know, I remember... Um, watching uh, opening day for the St. Louis Cardinals on TV and and I saw him in the wheel going around the stadium and I like got a little choked up. I was like, oh, oh my God, you know, he made he made the big time, you know. Oh, awesome. that's so awesome. That is so yeah. awesome. Now to be a wheel horse, he's he's a big horse, right? I mean, I know yeah. Clydesdales are big, but he's bigger than others. Yeah. And what, that's one of the things that we've learned from our partnership with Perina is just understanding that these great big wheel horses, when we're talking like a 19 hand plus horse, you know, that's just a huge horse and it's going to take a little longer to fill them out. And, you know, we, you got to feed them right because they need to eat differently than say some of those smaller lead horses right. that are already at a body condition score of a six and a half. And they're already starting to put on fat in places that they don't need fat. You know, <laughs> now, so we can't feed them the same thing. We've got to feed them according to their individual needs. Now, how much weight did um, did Donnie gain all altogether? Oh, I would say, uh, you know, I would honestly have to go back in my records and look. And we do keep very accurate records. I just don't have it in front of me at the moment. But he probably came in the door at somewhere around 1,200 pounds. And if we were to put him on the scale today out on the road, he's probably pushing 2,000. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. like 800 so that's a lot pounds. Of weight. Yes. And then, granted, he didn't put all of that on in one year. But now that he's been out on the road several years and has matured, you know, these Clydesdales can grow until they're seven or eight years of age before they, you know, totally finish growing. So yeah. even when we had him as a three coming on a four-year-old, he still had years to grow and develop. And he was a real narrow-bodied horse when we got him. And now he's finally kind of filling out in his chest and, you know, starting to really, really fill, fill that role. Now, as, as a wheel horse... Tell, you explained a little bit earlier, but what is special about Donnie that makes him a really good wheel horse other than his size? Well, the size and the strength. And, and, and when I said earlier, you got to have heart because, you know, when I, when I made the funny comment about the horses rather to ride the wagon than pull the wagon, like that cannot be a wheel horse because both of your wheel horses need to be working together at a team to move that wagon around, especially if you're going over hills and, you know, down a hill, they have to hold the wagon back. So it's very important that your wheel horses have drive and determination and a lot of heart to get the job done. And, and usually when it's hard to find 19 hand horses as it is and to find one that's got a lot of heart and get up and go, well, then you really got something special. Yeah. And you know, I did a Google search of Donnie and he comes up all over the place. He has to be one of your most photographed horses because he's yes. everywhere. Yeah, he is absolutely beautiful. And he's when he's um, I mean, he's always in his show coat because we, we know we don't let him get their their winter coat when they're traveling. But he's always beautifully dappled out. He poses great for the public. They can use him for special events. 
you know, when you take horses away from the hitch and you're just showing one horse at a time, you know, he does a great job for that. So they, the guys are able to utilize him um, for more than just being a wheel horse. And he seems like he has a real expressive face, like he really likes what he does and he likes the people around him. Oh, yeah. They, you know, I think most of the Clydesdales kind of fit into that category. Um, you know, the ones that don't have a great personality, you know, typically they're they're not happy. They don't do well on the road for a long period of time. Um, but, you know, one of the things I'll credit, um, you know, Prina for is, you know, keeping those guts happy and healthy is, is a huge part of that process and keeping those guys wanting to be on the road so they don't get sour. And when you have a horse that's not feeling good, not eating good, well, that's just a recipe for disaster when you're traveling 320 days a year. Oh, I can absolutely imagine. And, you know, I think um, it's got to be difficult for you guys to get feed. I mean, you're in Seattle one day and you're in Reno the next and then you're in Denver. So how, <laughs> how do you actually get your feed? Well, that's a great question. And, and I will compare Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser with Perina and their horse products a little bit because, you know, if we were going to have a Budweiser beer here in St. Louis, I would hope it would taste the same as it would be if we got one in New York City or in Florida or, you know, anywhere across the country. And I think we feel the same way about that Prina bag of feed. It doesn't matter whether we get it here in St. Louis or if we get it in Maine or California, like it's the same quality that goes into every bag of feed and it's consistent. And so, you know, Prina is, is great for us because, you know, almost every feed store across the country carries it. So it's readily available, and so we, we kind of see that mirror image in the two companies across the line, um, whether it's the bottle of Budweiser or a bag of feed, like the same quality is there no matter where you are in the country. Wow, that's really, really important, and I think that's important for anybody who travels, not Absolutely. just the Budweiser Absolutely. Yeah everybody. Well, Amy, I've really, really enjoyed this conversation. You know, everybody knows the Budweiser Clydesdales, but to get this inside glimpse into their life and, and to learn about Donnie has been really fabulous. So thank you so much oh. for joining us today. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having us. It's always a pleasure. As Amy said, the fact that Purina Feed is so consistent all across the country is amazing. And Dr. Robert Jacobs has something to do with that. He is the Equine Technical Innovation Manager at Purina Animal Nutrition, and he manages research protocols, feed formulas, analyzes data, and a whole lot more. He also works very closely with the Budweiser Clydesdales. Now, Dr. Jacobs, I know you work closely with Budweiser and with the Clydesdales, but how do you feed hay and grain to big horses such as these? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, when we think about the, the Budweiser Clydesdales or, or just big working horses in general, you know, the, the thing that you that we always want to pay attention to is, is making sure we're meeting those nutritional requirements, right? Just like any other horse out there, you know, the nutritional requirements of that horse are going to be based on how big that horse is, how old that horse is, um, but most importantly, what we're asking that horse to do, right? So when we mm -hmm. think about the Budweiser Clydesdales, you know, these are horses that are on the road, that are traveling across the country, that are, that are pulling the, the, you know, that big beer wagon. And like Amy mentioned before, these are true athletes. So in order to, you know, think about our feeding programs for them, we have to recognize these horses as athletes. So when we look at these horses and we're developing a feeding program for them, you know, the first thing that we always want to do is, is, is maximize the forage, right? Just like anybody's horses, right? Everybody's horse out there, you want to maximize the forage that you feed that horse. So good quality hay or good quality pasture. Mm -hmm. When we think about the Budweiser Clydesdales, 
you know, it gets a little bit complicated or it's a little bit different because these are horses all over the country. So the first thing is ensuring good quality forage around the country. And Budweiser or Anheuser-Busch does a great job managing their forage program and the forage they feed those horses around the country. And then for us, it's looking at those horses and monitoring that horse's body condition score, the body weight, the overall activity of that horse to make sure that we're giving that horse the fuel that it needs to, to enable it to perform the way, you know, the way that it's supposed to. Budweiser Clydesdales and, and Clydesdales in general, draft horses in general, are typically easy keepers, unless they're not an easy keeper, right? <laughs> and so when we, and that's so complicated sometimes, but, but when we think about these guys, you know, we want to make sure that we're not providing them excess calories, right? We don't want these horses to, to be too overconditioned or, or too fat. But we also want to make sure that we're providing these horses the proper ratio of the nutrients. So the good quality calories and, and good quality protein and, and all of those different things that the horse needs. You know, that's the way that we kind of put these, these rations together is looking at, at the horse, seeing what their body condition score is, and then putting that puzzle piece together to say, okay, well, this horse is looking, you know, really good on the, on the forage that they're consuming, but we need to make sure they're getting proteins, vitamins, and minerals. So that's where our ration balance or like Enrich Plus would come in. Or if we look at a horse and say, well, you know, maybe this horse needs a little bit more calories, you know, when we want to make sure that that horse eats it. So we want something really palatable, but something that provides good quality calories and protein. So one of our Omeline products would be fantastic for that. Very palatable, really good quality nutrients. And, and so that's kind of how we build these programs. And we work with Budweiser and we work with the drivers and all the people that, that are, are you know, working with these horses to help them to understand what the nutritional requirements are for those individual horses. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of times we think of a Clydesdale as being, um, big and, and an easy keeper, but then you get a horse like Donnie who maybe you want to add weight, but you, you can't add, you know, 800 pounds in overnight. So how, how, what kind of products would we maybe use for that? Yeah, that's, 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 that's a really good point. You know, making sure that we're managing our expectations is incredibly important. You're right. We're not going to add 800 pounds to a horse like Donnie overnight. This is something that's going to take a while. You know, and so when we're thinking about adding calories to a horse's diet and, and adding them in a, in, a, in a safe and a consistent manner, a fat supplement like Amplify, it's a really great fat supplement for horses. It's got a lot of calories, um, but it's also balanced in its nutritional profile. So it provides the horse with calories, but not just empty calories. Um, you know, after that, you know, there's, there's all different sorts of concentrate diets that, that, that we can feed to horses. Um, and, and specifically for the Budweiser Clydesdale diets like Ultium Competition or Ultium Gastricare, which contains our Outlast supplement to help those horses maintain the, you know, the health of their of their stomach and to maintain the, you know, proper pH in the horse's stomach, which is incredibly important for those, you know, traveling, exercising, competing horses. Right. And then, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum is you've got these easy keepers and maybe they're an athlete, but boy, it's hard to get all the nutrients into them if, if they're only going to get two or three pounds of grain a day or, or half a pound, just depending on, you know, what it is that, that they need. And, and how do you do that? Yeah, that you know, sometimes that's even harder, you know, sometimes it's almost harder to feed a, a horse that's at a, at a higher condition or an easy keeper than some of these, these, you know, harder horses. And, and for that, you know, ration balancing products are incredibly, you know, incredibly useful. So a product like Enrich Plus, it, it's 32% protein, um, good quality protein, but doesn't have, you know, excess calories. It's nutritionally balanced. It's low in starch and sugar. So it provides that, that Clydesdale or provides that, you know, easy keeping horse with all of the, the nutrients that they may not be 
getting out of their forage, um, but in a very, very concentrated meal. So for some of these Clydesdales, you know, a pound to two pounds a day of Enrich Plus will provide 100% of the protein, vitamins, and minerals that they, that they require on a daily basis. Now, Robert, one thing that I thought that Amy said that was so interesting was the different jobs that the horse has within the hitch. Like the front horses are the ansier horses, they're the showy horses, and the back horses are the, the big, powerful pulling horses. And so I imagine over time that these horses might develop differently uh, muscularly. So maybe the back horses that are pulling are going to develop big, heavy shoulders, and they might get maybe crustier necks. And and the the front horses are maybe are going to be a little bit leaner, um, just because they're kind of the show off. So um, is there a different way to feed those? Or is there a way that you evaluate those? Maybe you can talk us through that. When Amy was talking about those, those different horses, um, you know, it, it, it kind of strikes you a little bit because when you see the hitch and when you watch those horses walk by you in a parade, it's really easy to just kind of say, wow, that's a Budweiser Clydesdale and they're just big and they're beautiful and they all look the same. But, but in reality, they're all very different horses. And so when, when we look at those horses, it's, it's no different than, you know, when, when the average horse owner looks at their horse, you know, your mm-hmm. horse is different than your neighbor's horse and it's different than the other horse that's in the pasture. You know, they can be very similar breeding and types of horses but they're all very different. And so when we look at those horses individually, it's important to see them as individuals. And that's why when we evaluate the needs of the, of the hitch or the, the individual, the groups of horses, we do it on an individual basis. And so, you know, just like, uh, you know, your feed room and, and, and all the feed rooms you've ever been in, the, the feed rooms or the feed books, if you will, for the Budweiser Clydesdales are all for individual horses. And so while they all have a base diet that, that consists of the forage that they consume, um, the majority of the horses are on the Enrich uh, Plus ration balancer, but then on top of that, different things are added to those horses' diets. So if that horse needs some extra calories, we'll add something like Omelene 100 or Ultium Gastric Care. Um, you know, if the horse, you know, is a little antsier, if the horse is uh, performing like all these Budweiser Clydesdales do, we'll actually add some Outlast Gastric Support Supplement into their diets to help them, you know, maintain their the health of their stomach. So, you know, they, they are, you know, one group of horses, with very individual needs per, you know, each of those individual horses. Well, Robert, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you for for simplifying everything for us and and making it so that we understand a complicated way of feeding our horses or the Clydesdales. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. A behind-the-scenes look at the Budweiser Clydesdales is always so much fun. At first glance, the uniformity and consistency of each horse is stunning, but on closer inspection, it's easy to see that each horse has a very different personality and a very different look. Many of you have probably seen your favorite Budweiser Clydesdales around, and Donnie has just become mine. I know I'm just one of many thousands who love him. Until now, fans might not have known Donnie's backstory, but they love his dogged determination, his tremendous size, and his people-pleasing personality. Donnie can be easily spotted by the black spot on his nose. So anytime you're looking at the Clydesdales, look for that wheel horse and look for the one with the black spot, and that will be Donnie. To bring you their amazing show, Donnie and the rest of the Clydesdales have to travel well. They have to get along with people. They have to get along with other horses, love performing, and stay healthy. And good nutrition, along with good nutritional management, keeps these Budweiser Clydesdales in front of thousands of people each and every week. 
Thank you for listening to the story of Donnie on the Horse Nutrition Podcast by Purina. If you missed season one, you can go back on any podcast player and take a listen to all the past episodes. Learn more about all of Purina's equine products at purinamills.com forward slash full rain, F-U-L-L-R-E-I-N. The Horse Nutrition Podcast can also be found on the Horse Radio Network's app. Just search for Horse Radio Network in the Apple or Android app stores, and you'll find 17 different shows all about horses there. Thanks for tuning in. 